musical warm-up, musical warm-up, let's do a rap. My name is Drew and I like to dance, sometimes I even like to prance. Here's my man Adam on the pants, and he's about to chant some raps. Adam, save me from my terrible rapping. I've saved you from your rapping because I'm talking about pants. Uh, I'm gonna spit some bars when I'm given the chance. Uh, if I had a weapon, it would be a lance, but I'm gonna give it to Zach, and he's gonna take a stance. I don't, I can't rap, so. Alright, well in that case, it's time to talk about video games and music. Hello, internet people on the interwebs. I am Drew, joined by wonderful Adam and Majestic Zach. And today, we are gonna do a nice little mini talking about music that we're listening to that is game related. Because, All right. because um, you know, we were listening to a lot of music. I was listening to a soundtrack I really like. We've actually recorded this episode once before, but uh, I messed up my audio, so we're just gonna go ahead and redux the entire thing with some great updates from some great soundtracks. And uh, yeah, that's why it's been yeah. uh, it's been a little silent on the internet, but we're here to fix that. Right, guys? Right? Yeah. I've yeah. already fixed it. Excellent. How did you fix it? Well, by having this podcast. What? By recording this, we're fixing our previous things. So oh, I see. We're writing our wrongs right here, right now. Isn't <laughs> it ironic that the one about sound is the one that got fucked up on sound? <laughs> oh, what a, what a joker. Ah, I mean... What a prankster. I, I can see Zach is full of vim and vigor today. Mm, we're all full you, of vim you, and vigor. Well, you said that, you said that earlier today. Mm. Which one? Let me tell you. Oh, God, I have to... Excuse me. I don't think I... I don't yes. think I even said that at all today. That was a that was an original from today. Ooh, and an well, original earlier single. Today, no, earlier today you made a comment about how I wasn't like low energy. Oh no, not that. I'm talking about the sound thing. Oh. Oh. Well, I need you to oh. muster up the energy to talk about sound again. <laughs> <laughs> oh gracious. Uh Guys, what have you been listening to? I'm having to? a day. What have y'all been listening to that is on the musical variety, um, video game related these days, this week, this month, just as a whole? What's what's up? Anyone anyone got some albums or tunes that are stuck in their head? They want to go over maybe? Hmm? Go I'm over maybe. Turn this for really quiet. Yeah. There we go. You listen to music right now. But... I well, I'm turning on this theme that I listened to like on repeat last week. Oh. What were you listening to on repeat last week? Uh, I was the Shadowbringers boss theme, which is amazing and really, 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 really good. Uh, what is Shadowbringers for all these members who were here last time? Yeah, Shadowbringers is the expansion pack, the latest expansion pack for Final Fantasy XIV. It is their third, third expansion. Many consider it the best expansion for um, Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. Uh, I really like the music. I think mm. as I was talking about last time, though, um, the battle theme is really cool, but it just kind of, like, hits you in the... Like, it, it just jumps straight into fight music um, with no transition. And so, like, when you're just, like, in the overworld and you're like, oh, this is nice, chill music, and then an enemy spots you, battle music plays, you're like, ah! Adam related uh, it to, yeah. um, to the alert mechanic in Metal Gear, where um, you're chilling, you're doing whatever, and then it's just loud, blaring noises, like, dirt, 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 mm -hmm. dirt. Yeah, exactly. That's... Yeah, I, I think you had said before it was like, 
the normal music's all like, oh, calm and calm and relaxing. Uh, and then all of a sudden the battle theme is just super intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll, like, some of the maps will do that. And it's just like, mm-hmm. huh? Um, anyways, other than that, as I was describing last time, um, the, the music in Shadowbringers is, it's got this interesting, basically like, almost like rock electro mix. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of the direction Final Fantasy's music has gone in for a while, hasn't it? Um, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, weird because it, I... It, it leaned... I'm sorry, like, I, sorry. I always associate Final Fantasy with, like, weirdly orchestral soundtracks, and, and the fact mm-hmm. that they're kind of, like, becoming more, like, rock well, style is very surreal for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... So, overall, Final Fantasy XIV, especially the previous expansions, have felt pretty orchestral. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just this one's going more into the rock electro section. I'm just like, wow. Well, I'm here for this. D- is it yeah, thematically I... trying to be a little bit more Final Fantasy 15? Because um, uh, I, nah. I... Hmm. it's in a very well, it's it's actually thematically speaking, it's it's leaning really heavily on the older Final Fantasy themes. Yeah. Oh. What was the what was the kind of premise for uh, Shadowbringers? You kind of explained it last time, and it worked um, out well with like explaining the change in the. The direction of music. Yeah, so the difference in this expansion from the other expansions um, is you're transported to, like, an alternate realm. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, so you're trans- getting transported to an alternate realm um, that is, like, being consumed by the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so you have to become the warrior of darkness and keep light from just completely consuming this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a very, like depressing story like like when you get there it's a really fucked up situation Hmm, um and the the like your job is to sort of go in there and like fix that kind of a situation Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's 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 just really good uh i i just i find it quite good Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, it, it's and, weird. And, and it's, <laughs> sorry. I. It's. It, rem- it. It just seems strange to me that you're talking about it being a very bleak expansion, and yet the sound direction seems to have gone more high energy. Is that like more high energy kind of thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if I quite call it like high energy necessarily. I mean. Hmm. It's well because I'm. I remember from the little bits uh, I was listening to last time. Uh, mm-hmm. It definitely did have that kind of like. That battle theme is very aggressive, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that that's what kind of surprised super me. Super aggressive. And uh, for people who haven't seen it, um, and just the bits I've seen, in Shadowbringers, and Zach will have to correct me if this is maybe just like the opening area or the whole thing, it's the whole world has this very kind of light, almost kind of, I don't want to say kind of an angelic-y kind of It is, it's super it. angelic-y look to uh, it. And so then it's really, and in any other game you'd think, oh, this is like a really safe place, this is a great place to be. And then it's just, like, got this very intense battle theme, and, like, some oh, of the monsters right, yeah, show up are, like, yeah. super fucked up, and, like, what's happening? Is it jarring? Yeah, I hate is it this like, place. Is it, like, because it sounds like it's jarring. Like, I know you're liking it, and clearly you like the battle yeah. theme. You're listening to it on repeat, I, I assume, just throughout the day. But it, it yep. like, it just sounds like it would clash very much with everything that's already been there, which is Well, that I think that's part of the point, because, like... Huh. Because, like, it's supposed to, like, the visuals would normally feel very safe, but, mm-hmm. like, when you're there, it's overwhelmingly bright. Everything yeah. is overwhelmingly bright. Mm. Um, so much so that, it's... like, like when you when you bring back the night, this is a bit of a spoiler, but 
uh, when you bring back the nighttime, like when it actually cycles back to, to regular daytime, it is significantly less bright than when you first get there mm-hmm. and like the sky is consumed by ever burning brightness. Mm. Yeah. I uh, think it's supposed to play with that like dissonance of like the visuals you're seeing and like what normally light has always been like an ally in this game because I think yep. you like you the warrior of light and light's supposed to be great and now it's kind of seen as an enemy while you're in this other world. So mm-hmm. Because uh, it is another world. It's not necessarily the same Eorzea you've always been in, is it? Yeah, no, it's a different. It's a different copy, essentially. It's uh-huh. like you, you, you are on the source, which is the main world, and then this is the first, which is the first world. Hmm. So, is this like kind of the new direction that uh, FF14 will go, where like its expansions will be like, okay, you've been to the first, now go to the second. Um, is it basically going to be like dimension jumping now that the main source is done? No, I don't think so. Like, there's parts of the main world map that just aren't explored. Hmm. Like, um, so, in, uh, like, the world of Final Fantasy XIV is not just Aorzea. Aorzea is, like, one continent. Um, mm-hmm. it's sort of, like, split up into three, and you've kind of seen the, the right side, you've definitely seen the left side, but then mm-hmm. there's, like, the center big chunk of the world that just hasn't been explored at all in the games itself really is like, there any you, you've particular... been to like well even like the rabinastra but like that's like one specific locale wait you go to rabinastra yep that's from ff12 you're going to yep evilis is there yep wow okay i didn't i didn't know this uh game took place in the same world as evilis that's yep kind of nuts there's there's apparently there's a number of aspects to it that uh that have parallels to Evalis. Okay, answer me this question, and this is a fourteen question. Doesn't have to do with the music. Do the uh, I know that Viera got added in this expansion. Are the Bonga there? They were a race unique to like the Evalis world. They show up in the raid related to Rabanastra, but they're not a playable character. Bro, this is super weird. I think last time we recorded this, uh, I was on the verge of hitting that subscribe button, and you sat there kind of uh, as the devil in my shirt going, "Do yeah. it, do it, do, do it." it. Well, like, I, I will, let me, if you give me a moment, I can, like, here, here, let me undersell you on this. Like, it's basically, there's one series of alliance raids, which are the 24-man raids, that mm-hmm. take place in Rabinastra and are mm-hmm. related to, uh, to FF12 and the start of Ivalis. And, like, Viera show up, uh, Bangar, really important plot element. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much it. I, eh. I kind of expect them to expand on it later, but who knows when they will expand yeah. on it. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, it, it would, as soon as you said Rabinastra, that's such a weird, like, I want to say it's got deep pull because that was a big thing in FF12, but that's really neat that they brought it back. Yeah. No, uh, so let me ask you this. Kind of well. You linked us the boss theme for Shadowbringers, the battle theme, and the main theme, all of which yep. are pretty cool. Uh, as you've played more into it, have you found any other themes that you're, like, really digging, um, or those? is it still <clears throat> those three? So I'm still not done with the expansion, which is depressing me because I I really want to finish the expansion and then go play Fire Emblem, but <laughs> I everybody's on that Fire Emblem train. I need to play this fucking game, um, but uh, I am trying to. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase. Uh, there's one dungeon called the Kitana Ravel, spelled with like a Q. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Q I T. Um, Q-I-T-A-N-A and then Ravel. And 
that theme, that dungeon theme I had on repeat for like an hour or so. Um, nice. Like, because it, it's a really, like, I, I found it really, really good. Uh, and I've been kind of like trying to keep myself from being spoiled on the, the music in this game. And so like when I got hit by it, when I was going through the dungeon, I was just like, this is really fun. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, as part of like my level questing stuff, uh, so I'm, I'm going through all the dungeons first time with like a bunch of NPCs that help me <laughs> sort of take me through it. Um, and then I like will queue up to it with like actual people. And let me tell you, when actual when actual players are involved, those dungeons go by so much faster. But that is just such a side note. But yeah, yeah like no, that makes sense. Yeah, like the NPCs are way slow. Are so. are these the uh, what are they the, the NPCs? There was a name for them of like you could befriend them. Uh, so you could go through like uh, multiplayer trust, content. It's called the trust the, system, and that's the a trust system, system for, that's right. for Shadowbringers. But this is not a review of Shadowbringers, so here we are. Yeah, I'm aware. It's just this is stuff we <clears> talked saying, about last I time. Know, I know. It's just like, I know. Like I feel like we're retreading ground, and then I'm like, hey, look, I also listened to some other music. <laughs> well, what other music? Yeah, you could always bring up other music, man. It's yeah, true. That's why so I asked about new. Themes. I was so this is a game I straight up haven't played. Hmm. Um. So so this is the game. I, I straight up have not played, mm-hmm. and now I want to. Um, and it is uh, Gravity Rush and Gravity Rush Two. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So I played like the demo at Drew's place, mm-hmm. and I don't know how Drew felt about that game, but I enjoyed it while I played it, it... Um, and I really like the the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. My my takeaway um, from it was this looks very fun, and it's a very cute idea, and. I have to finish Nier Automata first. So, speaking mm. of, did you finish Nier Automata? I have not. I started playing Hades and never stopped. Oh. <laughs> but we'll get to that <laughs> later. <laughs> it's what roguelikes do. But no, let's. I have I have plenty to say about the sounds from Hades and some other stuff. I have some updates. But okay. you were talking about yeah. the music from yeah, Gravity so, Rush Two, and so, one. So Gravity Rush and Gravity Rush Two. Again, I have not played them, and now I need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just mm-hmm. listened to the music because I was like. I'm not sure if I was going to play them. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll listen to the music. And I hear it was pretty good. And I was like, I heard like one or two tracks. And I was like, oh, this could be really good in my role in one of my role playing game groups. Hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I just listened to the OSTs. Is it like a good ambient set? Or is it because when you role play, when you do an RP, uh, like, uh, like a D&D game, you need stuff that kind of blends in, well, but is still energy efficient, so, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So Gravity Rush has a pretty good, like... There's some places where I'm like, eh, it's not that fantastic, but it does a really, really good job of giving you the feeling of, like, you're in 1880s Paris. Mm. hmm Like, it's really good on selling that fantasy in terms of music. Okay. Um, is that where it's supposed to take place, like, alternate world of that? Or is this, that's just the uh, vibe you get? That's, that's sort of the, like, like, it's not necessarily Paris, strictly speaking, but it is similar to, like, say, a Paris or um, some other sort of European uh, cities, sort of like uh, like big, year old European cities. Mm-hmm. It's That's kind of the vibe that it's going for. Like, the accordion is a really big aspect in a lot of the songs. Yeah. And uh, there's, like, some singing that goes on. And it's not in any known. It's 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 in a made up language. It's it's sort of like made up words, uh, but they're made specifically to sound like a Parisian singer. Can I can yeah, I talk about that for a second? For the, 
Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Just because I find this happens a lot in games or movies or just in general. And I think, Adam, you were talking about this, like, last time we tried to record this episode where there's the, the chanting, right? The, like, ominous sort of, oh, like, yeah. open-ended yeah. chanting and sort the of that, like, made-up language choir aesthetic. chanting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I'm feel super like, down for it, yeah. I thought you were super against it. Like, like I'm bringing it up because it's something where they make up a language, and I never know if it's genuine gibberish or if it's, uh-huh. like, an actual language. And when I hear it, I actually get taken out of the experience sometimes, just because it's, like... Really? Well, sometimes, huh. sometimes I imagine, like, a bunch of people in a sound studio just, like, making up words, as opposed to, like, uh, like thinking that it's part of the actual thing. I can understand that. So, I think part of it is that... You know, it, it's kind of adding this little bit of air of kind of foreignness to it with the chanting. But a lot of it is also for like, God, I'm trying to trying to figure out the right word for it. Sometimes the made up languages in like songs, like uh, Yoko Taro's songs for no, not Yoko Taro. Who did the music for Nier Automata? Um, the music for Nier Automata. Uh, there's a game called uh, Zone of the Enders Beyond. Let me go oh, is, look this up. Yeah. There's a game called Zone of the Enders um, that has a song called Beyond the Bounds that does it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these chants, some of the mu- some of the chanting and stuff like that is more just to sell. It's added for, like, the sound yeah, right. it makes, like, the wording to add into, like, it. Hmm. Not necessarily be, like, an actually spoken language kind of thing. Hmm. There's, a, there's a word for it when a language, uh, for, like, the sound. Is it not f- phonetic? Yeah. Uh, it might be is that it? No. Right. So so for near, um, it, it's it's for the tonalness is or the sound that the words or anything makes, and you almost kind of listen to it as if it were its own instrument in it. Uh, I, I that's I, how I kind of view it. I wish I knew the word for it. Like I know what you're talking about, and like I I understand the idea behind it. I guess I just like I can listen to it for a bit. Mm-hmm. It's just if I listen to it on loop or on repeat, I will inevitably think of like a group of people in a sound studio just sort of like chilling and i i don't know i was maybe i'm just alone in that i, I thought you guys might have a similar mm. experience when you hear like gibberish sounding words uh, i'll be honest there are some times where you're listening to it and i do wonder is this like a language or something mm-hmm. um because i don't know some of the ones that i hear it's there's a it sounds like a, um coincidentally i was just talking with my cousin about this and uh, there's a musician I'm really a big fan of called uh, Susumu Hirasawa. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of electronic music. He's a Japanese artist. Uh, he did the soundtracks for the old Berserk series. Mm. Wow. Uh, Paprika. Ooh! Paranoia wow. Agent. Um, and a lot of his music does that, where he... It sounds like it should be Japanese or something, but when you really piece it apart, it actually means like nothing or something like that interesting uh, this is not in all of his songs some of them he actually is speaking but some of them it is just like a a chant and it's supposed to give like a vibe or a feeling mm-hmm. uh from the phonetic sound of the, of the words not necessarily that they're actually conveying a language can, can you do me a favor and send like text that to me or text his name to me because i will butcher it if i try to look it up and i genuinely love the music in paprika so i i would mm. be very okay with hearing some of his stuff especially if it's gonna like break me away from my weird feelings about chanting like if it helps yeah. now tear that down let's go watch as i'm super a- as i'm super wrong and he actually is speaking like fluent japanese <laughs> but every time i've looked up like what are the lyrics for this everybody's like i have no idea what these words are that happens i i know 
there are some musician groups that will sing in English and you still don't know what the fuck they're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Um, that mumble rap. What are you going to say to him? <laughs> oh, God, mumble rap. Mumble rap. I can't st- <sighs> I I'm on the fence about mumble rap. Sometimes, like, yeah, this is kind of neat. And sometimes, like, I actually can't. This is an instance of I know you are speaking English. I literally cannot understand you. I, yeah. I'm Anyways, really the, more uh, <laughs> So the lead uh. composer and director of music uh, uh, mm-hmm. for the Nier series is Keiichi Okabe. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was correct. His name was like Okabe. You did it. Nice. So yeah, that'd be a good, uh, some of like the chants. I think like one of the village themes in Nier has it. Uh, I think it's the village. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. The original Nier had a bunch of it. Um, uh. But we've been sidetracked. Uh, were you going to say anything more about Gravity Rush's music or uh, just the game? Just, that... Overall, I found it really enjoyable. That's pretty yeah. much is, it. Is it just well, pleasant music? A... Is it like pleasant background it's... music? Or is it high yeah, energy, it's, high octane? It's, if you're not... Like, the battle music is okay. Maybe not fantastic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the, the like, calm music and the sort of, like, walking around town kind of music is really nice. Um, and then the... Usually I have problems with, like, singing while music is going uh near automata was able to get around that same with the original near because they both were just so integrated in the music itself but uh mm-hmm. uh there's there's a few tracks in in gravity rush and gravity rush 2 soundtrack that has singing and that is the focal point of the music and it's still just really good again it just sells you on the idea that like you're just sitting in a salon in paris and like there's some singing going on somewhere nearby oh that sounds hmm. so pleasant Dang, maybe I just want to play mm, the game mm. for the theming then. Like, you can have your cool yeah, gravity thing. Kind of fun, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for sharing, Zach. Uh, Adam, would you like to go next, or should I? Uh, I can go. Alrighty. Hit me so, with your sounds. Uh, so I'll kind of go over again I'll what I was... I'll you with my sounds. Well, you just Ow. did. Oh, oh God, Ow, Zach, damn. stop! Ow. Stop hitting him with his sounds! Zach. Alright, you know, I know I said something about him being low energy, but this is wrong. Now he's full of high energy and hitting me with sounds. He's been listening to too many battles. High scenes. energy dropkick. Ah! Oh, <coughs> stop being so mean! Stop being okay. so mean! Adam. Alright. Adam, can, can you heal up? Do you need. Are you, are you soothed by Zach's sounds? <sighs> okay. Lesson to be learned. Zach can form sounds into physical hits. Oof. Noted. Oof. I got a lot of special so bef- powers, man. You gotta get used to them. Oof. I know. I will heal you. So before I was assaulted by sound, um, so I was gonna talk about uh, my time playing a game called Fury. Hmm. So I-, I talked about this last week, so I've been playing uh, a little bit more about that. So Fury is the- a game from Thunder Lotus Studios. You are playing as this guy called The Stranger who has been locked up in essentially space jail. And some dude in a rabbit costume comes out and says, hey, we're going to break out and get back down to the planet. And when it zooms out, you actually realize he is on, like, level 10 of this multi-tiered prison that is, like, in orbit. Like, each level goes back down to the planet. Uh, so it is essentially a half-shooter, uh, half-hack-and-slash. Uh, and the music is really a big component of it. It's kind of one of the stars of the thing. Uh, it is this really cool synthwave kind of music. It's like synthwavy kind of electric stuff. Uh, and it's very high energy. Like, this game is very frantic and high, uh, kind of quick reaction time stuff mm-hmm. uh, as you're doing this, like, bullet hell and slash hack and slash bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I mentioned this last time, but I just wonder how each 
boss has their own theme in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. And what happens is that you're playing that level and you listen to the song and that each of the songs feel really, really good matches to the, uh, to the boss. Like it's interesting going back and listening to it outside of the game because, um, when you listen to the songs after like beating a boss or while you're fighting one, you get like pulled immediately back to like your mindset when you were fighting that boss. Like, uh, I'm on level six of 10 at the moment and I can go back and listen to some of the other themes and like suddenly I'm rethinking about fighting that, that boss or how I beat it. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's a really cool soundtrack. Um, I think I mentioned it's got a bunch of really big names in yes. like the synth genre. Yes, it, um, it's got a shockingly star-studded cast. Like, um, God, not like again. Was, there's like, to- the Toxic Avenger, Toxic Carpenter Avenger, Brute, Carpenter uh, Brute. Uh, uh, Who's who the other ones? There's a couple. I should know them. I, I remember every time. Here's a neat thing I didn't actually notice for a while. Mm-hmm. When you pause the game at any point in time, you see the normal menu options, right? Yeah. But you also see the track name and the artist name in the bottom corner. Oh, that's nice. Like, that's how that's how prominent the music is in this game. Hmm. Like, I almost feel like somebody wow. made like a, a music hack and slash and was like, well, I guess I gotta put the rest of the music, like the game around this music. Do you feel like the soundtrack came first? Do you feel like the idea for it came first or something? Because like, that, that's my feel when I go through that game. Is <laughs> like they I strongly these... get the sense that might have happened. I feel like they had a soundtrack made and then said, we got to do something with this. Let's make a game. Because the, the story of this game is completely nonsensical. I'll tell you that. It, it's very abstract. Like, it's something where, like, I've not beaten it. I've played through some of it. And it it's very anime, if, if that mm-hmm. translates well. Like, it's very, like, kind of open-ended, dramatic monologues. Something about inner struggle and forget the real world yeah. rules. Here's some sweet tunes. And they are quite Did- sweet. Um... What's Did either of you ever watch Afro Samurai? Yes. Yep. Yes. I have the soundtrack. It gives me it gives me a very strong Afro Samurai vibe. Mm. I can like, see that. Like a lot. I um I'm sure that was an inspiration at some point. It would have to be. Yeah. I, it might even by being like one of the same character artists. Uh, I could be talking out my ass on that, but it, it it just gives me such a strong Afro Samurai vibe. I would be shocked if there, somebody didn't work on it, or at least it wasn't heavily inspired by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I, I really like the game. Uh, we kind of talked about this last time, and I guess I'll bring it up uh, to see if anybody else has any other thoughts to add on. Uh, the concept of a, quote-unquote, a music spoiler kind of deal. Oh, where, that's right. That's right. Uh, sometimes, so I was actually listening to the soundtrack before I even played the game, and I, was li- I would listen to just kind of whatever track. And then now that I'm playing it, and like each song is becoming so ingrained in my experience of playing the game... I find myself not actually listening to any of the songs that come after the point I am, I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. So I can only listen to like half the soundtrack as to where I am because I'm only like halfway through the game kind of deal. Yeah, I I am the heretic of this discussion. My if I remember correctly, you and Zach both like protect yourselves from spoilers and games uh, via soundtrack. And I, I'm just like, oh, these these tunes are sweet. I will listen to all of this, and if I like it, that will actually lead me to the game. And mm-hmm. yep. I don't know, like maybe I've just not played enough yeah, games kinda... where like it keeps me like I feel like I'm being spoiled by it. Like unless mm-hmm. it's like in the title or it's in the lyrics or something, which is entirely possible. Yeah. Listen, I... the lyrics like so for a lot of games, 
the lyrics will be the name of the area or the name of the boss or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and admittedly usually when i read the titles i can get pretty hard spoiled on like what's going to happen or what areas you're going to or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, it's not that bad. But it it can just be like out of nowhere. Uh, like for for FF fourteen, like looking uh, up the music for for the Shadowbringers soundtrack, I like looked up and I would be like, oh hey, look at this, and I'm like, oh well, that's I guess that's the final boss's name. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my life. Like I'm, I'm fully aware me, that it can like cause yeah. like it can like ruin a story for me if I'm not careful. I I guess maybe I'm just like not that. Like if someone spoils something for me, I'll be I, mad. But here, like I don't. Here's it's what like I'd the say: the be-all end-all. You know. Um, it, go ahead, Adam. It's sorry. not so much. It's not so much that I'm worried about it'll story spoil like spoil a story thing, though that can happen depending on how the uh, the name of the song is. For me, it becomes more like a. It's neat to experience a moment, um, in, or like a song in the the moment that it's like supposed to be first introduced. Like mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. There's a. Uh, there was a really cool track in Persona Five that I ended that I really really like that uh, and I that was another game I ended up uh, not really listening to the songs because I didn't really want to get spoiled on stuff like that because I didn't want it to be oh hey here's the the boss theme name such and such uh, and it, it, sometimes it's just kind of what I mean by spoiler is it's kind of nice to just experience the song for the first time in the moment mm-hmm. that it first happens kind of deal yeah like one of the boss themes is really really good. And I sometimes, and one of the great things was when I first finally got to that moment, that song starts playing, and you're just like, damn, this song is great. And you go back to listen to that song, and then it can just like take you right back to that first moment of fighting that boss. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, coincidentally, I am also re listening to that soundtrack right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's funny because you can listen to some of those tracks and be like, oh, I remember we're doing this, and I remember having this problem with it. But I, uh, I guess that's kind of what I mean by spoiler. It's, it's kind of ne- nice to have that first exposure in its intended moment you know i can i can certainly see that with a game like um metal gear rising where the music Mm -hmm. component of that like 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 the boss fights in that game are basically interactive music videos as far as i care and like they're amazing because oh god yeah and like Mm -hmm. you're i can see how like it's better to experience that soundtrack through the game than it Mm -hmm. is to listen to it because if you listen to it raw you know it still gets you hyped but it's not the same as like actually slicing a robot apart with a button yeah click and having it sync up perfectly and all that other craziness so yeah uh, to give it to like kind of go off what you're saying with like rising is like if you were to just take like any one of the songs and listen to it the lyrics are like this makes absolutely no damn sense <laughs> but this, it's still a cool song mm-hmm. but if you've played the game and you know when that song shows up the lyrics take like become like more meaningful like it you'll kind of get the impact that was intended for that for that song. Yeah, um, yeah. And, like, with me, like, I, so, I sometimes, because of the music I listen to, like, it'll just... Mm-hmm. Video game stuff will just show up in my, like, random, uh, like, like, you know, like, my radio channels, like, on Spotify or what have you. Mm-hmm. And so it's a matter of, like, I could either be very careful about curation and, like, maybe put on a filter or something, or I could just say, F it, yeah, give me whatever. And, it's whatever. You know, it's led me down like some said, paths. I I think you've got to bring a good point. Sometimes it is kind of like if you just listen to a game soundtrack, you can like sell you on the whole game or the feel of it. So I never put it as like a hard, fast rule of, bro, you can't listen to a soundtrack. What? You've ruined the game. It's more like a, 
because uh, like that's what I did. Like with Fury, I was listening the whole thing before I even played the game. Mm. Um, I, I guess I'm but, just not so a true I guess, gamer. I, I just don't have that. No, no. God, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a true gamer if you've listened to this song before the boss fight. Oh. You've ruined the moment. I'm just, I've, I've wasted it all. I've wasted it all. Um, no, I, it's not even like a hard and fast rule. I, I break it all the time, but I mm. sometimes if I get really invested in the game, then I'll kind of put that on myself. Yeah, it's just, it's interesting because like I've never thought of it as like I need to treat the soundtrack as this potential bit of the game. Like I've just, mm. I don't know, I guess I think of it almost as like a separate entity, even though in many cases it absolutely is a part of, like you said, the experience, the game, what have you. It was made for the game. It can open up, like, it can be a theme to a very unique realm or a very unique world. I just, I don't know. Like, I I guess I just, I'm not patient, right? Like, games it's take time. It's all on how you choose, it's all on how you choose to appreciate the game and the stuff around it. So, it, it's kind of just personal taste. Eh, I guess that's fair. Isn't that right, Zach? Yeah. Everything always comes down to just, you know, personal taste. We're back to low energy, Zach. Uh, quick, attack Adam with sounds. No, please. I'm just here gonna attack Drew with noise. Ah! Oh, the pain. Oh, the pain. Adam, help me. I need some heals. Well, now that he's writhing in pain, Zach, uh, Zach Drew, tell us about the music you're listening to. Uh, well, I'll tell you, Adam. The music I'm listening to these days is... Uh, it's funny because um, I'm going to talk about Hades and then I'm going to talk about uh, No Man's Sky soundtrack because I've been listening to that again uh, because they're getting mm -hmm. a big old update and the soundtrack is like pretty great. I like it a lot. Um, in fact, I'm already there. Let's go. So with No Man's Sky, the um, the band that did the, the main music and the sort of generated music is uh, 65 Days of Static. And they're like a progressive rock band. If you want to get technical with it, they used to be a math metal band. It doesn't really matter. But... Oh boy, math metal. Oh, it was it was a thing. It was a thing. I was young. I was foolish. I made some bad decisions. And here I am 100 years later. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I have just been kind of like re-listening to some of their stuff and some of the original soundtrack for that just to get hyped up for the release because they're doing like a big, big one this week and it's going to be like mm -hmm. kind of exciting to see what they actually change and add. And uh, I just really appreciate the work that went into that, that those tracks because they're all, they're ambient to an extent, but they also have like, not just like sounds, but like, like scratching metal and like weird electronic bits and like, like you'll listen to some of them and like get reminded of like hangers and like all this like very interesting kind of sci-fi imagery and it's something where i can listen to it on its own because i'm a weirdo but i can also see how some people would just be like well this is just like static noise um but in the mm -hmm. context of the game it just works really well and it kind of gets to my favorite subgenre of game music which is really subtle ambient shit that like people don't really notice if that makes sense um no that that totally makes sense it, it was kind of a if i remember playing from a bit it was kind of has this electronic -y sound to it uh is it also kind of synthy a little bit or is it more it's um like sampled noises it, it's a lot of samples like there's clearly synth in there uh just because like that game draws a lot of influence from like 80s style visuals and all that other stuff but um mm -hmm. Uh, I would just say it's it's something you can listen to and like 
it will flip in and out and there will be a feeling there will be a mood if you listen to the album in order there actually is almost kind of like an arc to the way it goes but mm-hmm. it also just like that's pretty just, cool yeah it just like puts me in like a really nice mood it's just like it's almost meditative but then it gets really aggressive and then the meditation is completely over um yeah yeah <laughs> And uh, no. you know, what? I just realized, mm-hmm. I just realized what the No Man's Sky music kind of reminded me of. Um, have you ever listened to a group called Tycho? Yes, yes, I have. Okay, it kind of reminds me of Tycho a little bit, where it's just like super ambient, like it's like mostly beeps and bops and like some low tones, mm-hmm. but it's really just kind of like there and it's very kind of in the background and unintrusive. It, I would say like. Them like half of that half of the, half of the soundtrack is Tycho and then the other half is like mm. they throw in something else and I cannot for the life of me think of what they're throwing in but like it's interesting because they will have those Tycho-esque tracks and then they will have those mm-hmm. like oh this is a track called Escape Velocity and it's all about like leaving the atmosphere and it's like very get intense hype for space. it's very get hype in space uh it just you know it's um it flips around a bit but um yeah no, no really enjoy that uh going through some of that right now uh they've got some guys like, oh go ahead mm. are you gonna are you getting excited for the uh, no man's sky beyond that's their like big uh yeah. multiplayer update i think they have coming out yeah that's the one that uh because like i heard about it i definitely want to give it a run through just because it's been a while and i've been kind of checking out what they're adding in and they're adding in a lot they're like they're, mm, they're doing yeah, a lot of like they're adding a ton of shit they're doing a lot of interesting stuff uh admittedly a lot of it is vr which i won't actually get to play with because i have no vr headset mm. but you do adam womp, womp. so oh. think about it they are oh. they are adding a social hub right yeah, they're adding the, a lot of the big things. stuff. Um, I I think they already have a social hub. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. I'm not. I'm not 100 on that yet. So Drew, what was this other game that you were talking about? Well, Adam, when you crash down on the planet and you die, if you've been a naughty naughty boy, you go straight to hell. Uh huh. And you want to get right oh. out of hell. And that's what I just been... like Kratos. Yeah, yeah, just like Kratos or um. Oh my God. <laughs> Or I suppose uh, this dude Zagreus, who is part of this game called Hades that I've been playing a lot of. And um, for those who are new, for those who don't know about my latest obsession, lovely game made by Supergiant, who have made such lovely games as Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre, is a roguelike Mm -hmm. game where you play as the son of Hades, who is, you know, tired of his daddy telling him what to do, and has decided to escape from hell and pave his own path, make his own destiny. And every time you die in the game, you restart at the bottom of hell, your dad berates you. Um, It's really cute. It's got a lot of really interesting lore. It's got a lot of interesting stuff happening. I highly recommend it. And Mm -hmm. the music, one day I decided to actually give it a listen. I said, okay, well, I've been listening to it in-game. I'm at the office. I want to have something in the background to keep me going that's like kind of like a flowy, kind of music-y thing. I'll try video game stuff. Uh, Let's see what Hades has. And I just, I became, like, very appreciative of music that up until that point I had almost ignored. Like, for Mm -hmm. a while, Hades as a game, uh, to me, had been, like, very good, but kind of lacking in the musical department component section that Supergiant is kind of known for. Like, they're they're Mm -hmm. used to having, like, all these songs that are very, like, vocal, have, like, story bits in them you know, have, like, a lot of meaning depending on, you know, how far into the game you are. And I haven't really found a lot of that in Hades. 
So I was shocked to find mm-hmm. myself enjoying the soundtrack as much as I was because I just, you know, I've just been having a really good time with it. Um, it's got some nice kind of low key, like, you know, sounds very Greek, but also has some electric bits thrown in every so often, or they mm-hmm. sound electric to me. Um, it's like weirdly spooky, you know, uh, I think that might have to do with the fact yeah. that, you know, underworld, hell, ghosts and skeletons and yeah, whatnot. Probably. And that's probably why I it's like it. It's got a little it. Halloween vibe. Yeah, yeah. And again, I, that's... I'm listening to, I'm listening to No Escape right now and it's got a little bit of that spook, spook vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, so I actually started kind of getting, uh, more interested in the game because I, I saw that the... I've checked out a couple of the updates, and some of the streamers I follow have been playing it, so I've been watching it. Uh, and it's interesting listening to the music, because it, it does have a lot of that... I don't know if I'd call it, like, traditional kind of Greek, but it has some of the, like, tones that you'd kind of hear in that. And there's a lot of strings in it, surprisingly. Yeah. It's really uh, heavily stringy, yeah. Yeah, and I think that it's really cool. Uh, it's, it's definitely a different vibe than the other Supergiant ones, which yeah. usually have, like... Like I, some of them have like these big lyric or vocal mm-hmm. tracks, mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't noticed that in Hades. There's no vocal track that I've seen on the soundtrack. There is there's one that is effectively someone praying to the gods for something, you know. Um, but outside of that, it is it it kind of fits into that niche of like it's very. I listen to it, and it's not very... I wouldn't call it ambience, but it definitely is something that I can listen to and feel like this was designed to blend into something, while also mm-hmm. just, you know, kind of feeling different to me, right? It feels like, like yeah. you said, very different from the previous games, you know, the previous sounds of them. And it, I feel like they did a really good job. Like, uh, the, oh, yeah. the sound designer, uh, Darren Korb, like... I. I don't know who trained him. I don't know how he became what he became, but like he just like whatever he has made, like I've never been like, oh, this is this is mediocre. Like everything I've listened to from him is just like, this is awesome. Like you should be yeah, making lots true. of money. Darren Darren yeah. Carp makes some pretty excellent music, although he does have a niche. Mm. Like you can hear it you can hear it in Bastion, you can hear it in uh uh you you can hear it in Bastion, you can hear it really heavily in pyre and you can hear it really heavily in hades and that is that man loves string instruments well that was kind of work like really well the string the string stuff and all of it mm. there's kind of a yeah. <clears throat> and he, he loves it. he fucking loves strumming there's yeah so much strumming in the stuff you know what i think it is i think it's because the strumming like from the tracks and i was just thinking about this when mm-hmm. when drew was talking about how uh, it's not like ambient or anything, but it's music that really helps you get into the zone of like and like focus on the game kind of thing. It like it pulls you very into it because you can hear it, but it's kind of sometimes the strings are kind of repetitive a little bit. But it, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes that kind of just helps you kind of get in that rhythm and feel for the game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, so the other thing I'd say about the strumming is that it makes it feel much more folksy. Yeah, um, that's another thing. Is is that it gives a very sort of. Uh, like i guess like a almost like a lower class kind of vibe or like a or like in the dirt kind of vibe which bastion sold really well as a thematic aspect and pyre sold really well as a thematic aspect Mm -hmm. um it's interesting to see how hades because like hades is more just an underdog story but the main character is still like an olympian essentially (laughs) well remember he's trying to like get out and i think it's the i think the folksy kind of thing is because it gives it the 
the world a feeling of old legend kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that would work uh, super well as well. Hmm, that's like tangent. Did trans did Transistor do that? Because Transistor is very much cyberpunk. You know, oh no, I, they did not do that at all. That is that is not that's as much. Why I didn't list it. Yeah, the Transistor oh, okay. soundtrack. Uh, let me listen to some of the Transistor OST stuff. Because like, hey, look, they have the entire fucking thing. God damn it! They put a free album out. Um, <laughs> oh I'm no! Sorry. Free music. No. How dare they? Inform no, Apple at once. <laughs> fucking bonkers. It is genuinely fucking bonkers. Ooh, actually, they do use string. It's just they use they use it in a very different way. It's very much electric guitar rather than the acoustic mm-hmm. vibe they're going for with the other stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So so I just want to mention this. Uh, Supergiant Games puts out the full OST for all of their games on YouTube. They just, like, you can just listen to all their music on YouTube, and they're just totally cool with it. They have their own freaking channel for it. Yeah, uh, sounds cool. You know, I I bet it's one of those things of, <clears throat> hey, if you want to listen to it, go ahead, or if you want to actually own it, go ahead and buy it. Maybe it's for um, people yeah, like me, I... who listen to a little music first and think, oh, this is pretty good. Maybe I should, maybe yeah. I should play it. Maybe I should yeah, of all that. the mm. of all of the of all of the game OSTs that I have come across, <clears throat> like mm-hmm. say for instance, I want to buy like Final Fantasy fourteen music, but they make it very hard to buy it like relatively inexpensively, mm-hmm. and I always get frustrated by that. Oh, with like yeah. Super Giant Games, with like Super Giant Games, like they make it very easy to purchase their stuff, um, and I just like. I, I just feel like I gotta, like, I have to buy all of their albums now. Like, they can even have it free on YouTube. I just need to buy their albums because they're just so good and they're so available to purchase. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, that is a good thing to point out. Uh, uh, unless, Drew, you had more to say about Hades, this is a super tangent to absolutely nothing. I mean, I, I myself uh, had a tangent I wanted to go off on, which was the ability that when there are soundtracks that i like but cannot purchase which is something yes! i've dealt with my that's exactly what life. i was gonna go for so let's go down that rabbit hole um okay <laughs> you, you want to this kick is just us off? this is just a grievance i have um tio tio this is this the kind angry of part with... of the episode this is the angry oh, part. continue uh, but it's just like sometimes a game has a fucking baller soundtrack and it's just so great and like, and Zach was saying, for Supergiant, not only do they put it out for free, but they also make it incredibly easy for you to own. So like, hey, if you want the CD or you want something, because like, I guess I'm kind of a weirdo in this. I keep a shit zillion CDs in my car because I don't usually put anything on my media, like a media player. I just listen to the CDs on my truck. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, boy, it'd be great to listen to this game song. Too bad they've just decided to never put together a soundtrack or an OST CD for me. So uh, thanks, guys. Mm. And it's like, wh- why isn't this more readily available? Just get put that shit in my hand. So I I have two grievances, and then I have one hooray thank you. Um, I'll start mm-hmm. with the grievances first, which is you know I lament the fact that I cannot get the official Metroid Prime soundtrack anywhere, and it has really pissed me never. off. Never. Like that has. Have they ever actually released it? No, like I'm sure they've released. I think they've released it, but it's it's that thing where they have a physical disc copy that you can order from some random ass person uh, off of Amazon, and it'll only throw you back a couple hundred bucks. And that's just not the life I live. Um, mm-hmm. And that has been like my like musical angry man for a while. Uh, that that Metroid soundtrack. Um, uh, along with that, I'm going to throw in Kingdom Hearts 2. I think the music there is great, but, you know, unless you're getting, like, an orchestral version, it's, like, relatively difficult to get the sounds for that. Um, 
Mm-hmm. A lot of Nintendo stuff, actually, I feel. Um, like, that's how I run into a lot of my knockoff bands. Like, um, Adam, you know that mariachi band that does music from video games that I really like? Uh, part of oh, I, yes, I do. Part of the reason I like them is because I was looking up Wind Waker soundtrack, and I could not find the official Wind Waker soundtrack to listen to and buy. I had to hmm. go to these guys instead. Which, hooray for independent, you so, know, bands, but... I want my music. So, I want my real tracks. I, mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. I, I use game music in my role-playing game groups, mm-hmm. and if I cannot find the damn track to play, mm. I have a site that I go to that uh, just has uploaded every mm. single music OST for a game I, you could possibly think of, mm-hmm. and I will just mm-hmm. uh, very sneakily maybe slip a little bit. Remember... Nitwick does not endorse piracy, nor stealing. Please support the official release. Yep. Yeah, please please support the official release, but hey, if there's no official release... Uh, I'll I'll give you another example of mm -hmm. this. There's a game series I adore called Guilty Gear, Mm. and Guilty Gear... uh, I want to give a special mention to... Guilty Gear is one of the only game series I know where the... It's the same person who is the game director, the battle designer... And the lead composer. Wow. Uh, Daisuke Ishiwatari does all of the what? music for each of the characters in Guilty Gear. That is a busy Because he's so human. into, like, rock music. That is a busy human, oh my dude. God. All right. Uh, fun fact. Daisuke, Ishi- uh, Daisuke Ishiwatari is such a big fan of Queen that his main character oh. is Soul Bad Guy. Bad Guy because of a Queen song called Mr. Bad Guy. And oh Soul's real name is Frederick because of Freddie Mercury. Oh I, my god. I will now invest That's in right. Guilty Gear. I am now fully on board Soul, with Guilty Gear. <laughs> Soul Bad Guy might be the first Queen OS, uh, OC do not steal. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, fun video but, game music fact. There you go. Wow. <laughs> but the problem is, is like, hey, can I get the, the soundtrack for uh, Igzard Sign? Like, no. Can I get it for Revelator? Yes. Can I get it for Revelator 2? No. Like, wait, what do you wait, mean? Why did you make the soundtrack for one of them? Wait, so you can get like what about the other some, songs? You can get some of the music, but not all of it. It's like yeah, fragmented. It, it's weird. Well, so uh, there's Igzard, and then there was a big update, like almost an expansion version called Revelator, and then Revelator Two came out, and it was like an uh, an update to Rev uh, Revelator One. So there's really like the three the it's the three updates for each one. But each time they added new characters and new stuff, which meant new songs. But I can't for life me find one that has just everything. Hmm. It's like in pieces. So, and I just, like, so come on! I am listening to the Guilty Gear soundtrack. Uh-huh. It is a tribute to hard rock. Oh, yeah. He loves, like, metal, hard rock, everything. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Another fun fact I just remembered. Soul Bad Guy's theme in Guilty Gear uh, XX was Keep Yourself Alive, which is a Queen song. Staying alive. Oh, it's the name of the Queen's Live. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, no, alive. keep yourself alive. That's, Wait, that's not Queen. That's the wrong. No, that's like the Bee Gees, isn't it? Okay, I, 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 I fucked up. Keep yourself alive. I fuck, oh, keep I yourself alive. Up. I mixed them up. Da, 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 da. Keep yourself alive. I, 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 I need to rip this out so no one knows I'm a musical phony. I must stop this immediately. Oh. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, one, one other music-related grievance. Um. I know you guys probably don't do this very often, uh, but sometimes a game will come out with like a collector's edition or a special edition, and I'll I'll throw ex- some extra money because I like getting the goodies and knickknacks. Of course, I did that once and only once, and I decided to never do it again. 
Yes, you have to be very selective of which one of these things you want because, boy, do they get expensive and dumb. Yeah. Uh, my main problem is is that occasionally one of the incentives for the special edition is the soundtrack, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'd love to get the soundtrack. No, they sh- Then it comes out, it's a sample soundtrack of, like, the best of. And it's like, what? What about, what about the whole thing? Can I get the rest of it? Like, you gotta buy the full soundtrack. I'm like, but... But you listen as a... It's weird. They're very sneaky about this. I, I didn't It's like, know hey, guys, it comes like, with this. I, every time I've seen that, I just assumed you got the full soundtrack. I, I didn't think they were no. shady with that. Here, I'll give you I'll give you an example. I, and it's even on a game I adored. I, mean, uh, I, I can give you an example, too. I think we might have hmm. the same example. But, like... Which one? Uh, Persona 5. Yep, that was so, the one I was going to use. <laughs> yeah, so Persona 5, they give you, like, a special edition. And they give you, like, a messenger bag. Actually, the messenger bag's pretty decent. Actually, yeah. Oddly but, enough... Everything's great about it except the soundtrack bit. Uh, the little the little art book thing they had was pretty good. Uh, the Morgana plushie is fantastic. I have it on my uh, desk. I have it sitting on the PS2. But mm-hmm. uh, the the fucking music was like a sample track, and I was just like, just give the entire OST. I paid ninety dollars for this thing. Mm-hmm. Like now, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I have the full soundtrack Persona 5. Uh, my cousin got it for me as a birthday gift. It is a full, like, three-disc soundtrack, so That's it is a true. lot. Um, and I can appreciate that, like, if they want to put the full soundtrack in to make it and produce it, I I know that would cost more and stuff, but I kind of... I guess I wish they, they were a bit more upfront with, hey, this is, like, a best of or a sampler soundtrack instead of just, I feel hey, like, this is a soundtrack. Okay, so I feel like if they just put in the main area themes and mm-hmm. then like a like couple the of the vocal other... tracks yeah not necessarily just the vocal tracks but like like title screen and credits and then like all the dungeons all the uh overworld map stuff mm-hmm. and then like then then like battle theme and boss theme that would probably be like one disc and you could mm-hmm. probably put that into the put that in there as as the tracks just yeah. to cover, like, just, just to cover all the bases, really. Yeah. But Anything really would have been more than kind of what we got, but... Uh, yeah, what you got was, like, six tracks? It's like six or ten. It was like I want to say it's ten, but, like, even ten, I don't think it was, like, the full version of some songs. I think there was, like, yeah. here's the vocal version, here's the intro version. Like, can you not give me the full version of the song that plays the intro? Like, no, here's the intro version. Oh. Yeah, like, why didn't you just give me the full track for it? I didn't. I don't need the intro. Who who wants the intro on a music CD? <laughs> I like the intro sometimes. Well, okay, Drew. Here's, no, the, but like, here's the point. Uh, the intro song for Persona Five is a song called "Life Will Change," mm-hmm. and it is itself like a four, like a three to four minute song. Mm-hmm. The intro version is a minute and a half, and I'm pretty sure they put the intro version on there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, so like, you wanted the real one? Wait, and they gave yeah. you the cut up one. I see, I see. Where's the second? Where's the second verse like, of the second chorus? Super, I had a misunderstanding of what intro duper, meant in this case. What it what it feels like is that they basically gave you like sample tracks for the entire CD. And then you're like, why did I? Why did you even give me this? You gave me a sampler of your OST, mm-hmm. not like a part of your OST, but like a sampler for your OST. And I'm like, I, I don't want to tease for your OST. Yeah, like don't what? tease me, bro. Just give me the soundtrack. Like I paid ninety dollars. I paid an extra like thirty dollars to get this. Yeah. 
My um, yeah. my philosophy is I'm spoiled by Valve. Um, I believe in Half Life Two. They just have it on the uh, on the file system, and you can just listen oh, to the right. tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like that's my my philosophy yeah, did, is did. like you have the game, the soundtrack's there. Like be nice, but yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. Okay, quick lightning round. Yeah. Uh, do you, if you guys own a soundtrack or like at the physical CD of it, which one did you really like? Because I realize we're running long, long on time. Oh yes, um, um, mm. I pretty much don't own any physical CD tracks. Only if I've gotten them like by way of some other means. Okay, I do. Have Let me rephrase. If you have a game sound like soundtrack that you got or downloaded, which one do you really like that you keep on like a rotation of listening to? I mm. really like the No Man's Sky soundtrack. I really like the Bastion soundtrack. That shows up a lot for me. Sometimes that's just like, mm-hmm. it's it's Saturday morning, time for this shit, and it's a good day. It's usually just a good day. Um, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, a collection so... of singles and such. <laughs> you know, as you do. Mm-hmm. So for me and music, I have a bunch of, I have certain, oh, I have the Maiden of Mist track. I forgot about that. Hell yeah, that's um, a good soundtrack. It is that's not video game though, but it's really good. Um, I is that nine? Oh yeah, it is. What is it? Uh, I like bought the Near Automata soundtrack, mm-hmm. and I have like YouTube fucking playlists for it. <laughs> like, I have a YouTube. I have YouTube playlists. It's basically what I actually listen to. But like in terms yeah. of like, games, it's like. Uh, Persona 5 music and Nier Automata music that I always will kind of come back to and listen to. Um, like, right now, I've also... I also started building a Gravity Days one just because, mm-hmm. like, I felt that music was just so good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Let's see. For me, uh, I have... Oh, oh sorry. Oh. One last thing. Uh, Bloodborne and the Dark Souls series mm. is another set of soundtracks that I, I had on repeat for a long time. Um, Yo, I need to start that... doing it again because I gotta get working on Mega Dungeon stuff. But yeah, I always kind of come back to that. <laughs> the idea Yo, that of like Ludwig blood... theme is really strong. Ludwig the I think it's Ludwig the oh, Cursed and Ludwig uh, the Moonlight Sword or something like that. Yeah, like... holy shit, that is a powerful track. Uh, let's see. For me, and video game tracks that I keep in rotation, I keep the Persona Five soundtrack in pretty heavy rotation. Um, I keep a lot of the Devil May Cry soundtracks. Yeah, <laughs> in rotation. I forgot to bring that one um, up. Shit. I don't keep five, but that's because I haven't been able to find the full soundtrack for five. Oh, dude, it's I have on three Spotify. and four. Like it's it's all on. Spotify. I know. Uh, I should I should use Spotify more often. Uh, and then wait, the Devil May Cry soundtrack is on Spotify. Uh, five. Yeah, yeah. Capcom like threw a like. Capcom threw pretty much everything they have up on Spotify. Wow. All right, Capcom. And, like, that game dips uh, into then, some of the soundtracks from the previous games, so they're on there, and it makes me oh so happy. So, like, yeah, like yeah. the highlights. Uh, and then, occasionally, if I'm, feeling my, if I'm feeling really good, I'll throw the Beautiful Joe soundtrack on, because, boy, oh. I love that. I love that soundtrack. That's a good, that's a good high-energy uh, soundtrack. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Nice, excellent. Well, hey, we had a lovely, a lovely round of musical discussion. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna be listening to Adam. You sent that my way, right? The, uh, the guy who did Paprika. I want the guilty. I'm going to, yeah. Okay. And like, honestly, the Guilty Gear stuff sounds pretty dope too. Um, yeah. Dude, 
Guilty, like, I was listening to the Guilty Gear soundtrack. Like, it is just, like, hard rock. Uh, I am going to be so hyped this week. Like, I'm going to just be be slamming my head against yeah. my keyboard. It'll be great. Get excited. <clears throat> There's a new Guilty Gear in 2020 that comes out, and it is officially the prettiest anime game ever. Really? Oh, day. I'm gonna I'll send y'all a trailer. Anybody interested, Guilty Gear 2020 trailer, go look at that thing. I don't know how these animators are doing this. But it's witchcraft and like black magic. I watched a fucking video about how Guilty Gear does makes makes three D fighter game look like a two D anime. Yeah, it's wild. Witchcraft and black magic. <laughs> Ugh, I I'm gonna check that All right. out. All right, all right, listeners, yeah. thank you so much. Oh, un- unless you guys got anything else to say, music related. Um, I'm all good. This mini went I really know. well. All right. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, thank you so much for listening to us. If you have anything you want to say or just want to say hi or, you know, give us give us a nice little hello, you can reach us at teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's team N-I-T-W-I-C at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Find us in your dreams because we're always there waiting for you. Uh, next time, we're going to be talking about something amazing. Can't wait to see you then. Bye! Bye! Bye.